from the crate, thanks to your friendly neighbourhood record store, Southbound Records. And it's our friendly neighbourhood, Troy. How are you this morning, Troy? I'm good, how are you? I'm I'm great. It's, you know, kind of Murphy's Law that the, the noisiest construction will happen whenever I turn the mic on, but that's just how it goes, eh? I suppose. I don't mind if it... If it if they do it now. It's all right. Tess has gone and had a stern word, so I think we've got lovely radio silence for you to talk <laughs> over the top of. It has gone quiet, hasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Whatever you said, <laughs> it worked. Man with hammer. Yeah. All right. Shall we start on uh, this one here? Now, this um, there's, a, there's a new release from Analog Africa, and we were going to do that one. And then while I was listening to it yesterday, I was like, you know what? I think we forgot to do the last one. Oh, and uh, and I'm guessing you have the last one in stock as well. Yes, and I have it right in my hand here. Hey. The last one uh, was an excellent, excellent collection called. La, uh, hang on, what is it called? La Locura di Machuca. Now, Mr. Machuca was a, a man who was an accountant, I think, um, in Colombia. Um, in the and sometime in the late '60s, he went and underwent an overnight conversion. Um, to being so excited by the local music scene there on the uh, coastline of the town that he lived that uh, he immediately invented a record company, opened a recording studio and set himself as a, up as a producing mogul. Now... But it's just as you do. Now, that, that's fine. It's all good. But, of course, there wasn't quite enough bands for him to be recording at the output he wanted to be putting out because he was so excited. So he had to invent a whole bunch. And, like... Um, pull in uh, uh, the people from the other groups that he had. I don't know how many actual working groups there were, but he managed to, like, juggle all of those people <laughs> and um, and invent all these other groups. Now, That's this, amazing. Now, this first one is called, uh, who is it? It's El Grupo uh, Folklorico. Folklorico. So this is a... This is the folk for folklore, the folk group. The okay. folk group. Now, let's hear uh, how, how he decided a folk group from um, Colombia is going to sound. This isn't folk music, this is Daleks. I know. <laughs> of course, the uh, translation of the title of this compilation is The Madness. Huh? <laughs> okay, wait for it, wait for it. cool but i am i am worried for his mental welfare i think he was just excited um that's good okay that's good so what we have here is something which sounds like a, a homemade psychedelia uh, this is awesome it's there we go see don't say he was stuck in the past no <laughs> so are these early synths yeah yeah that's a a, a, a modified keyboard what you have there. So uh, in the, his town, which is Barranquilla, which is a, a very nice seaside town on the uh, Caribbean coast of Colombia, um, there was a few groups. And, and you can actually tell by looking at the, the names of the people on this compilation, which were the real ones. Uh, do you think Samba Negro was a real one? No. <laughs> that was another one of his ones that he invented. Um, La Banda Africana. 
No, no, he made them up as well. Um, <laughs> but there is some. Uh, the Grupo Bola, Bola Roja were, were an actual playing group. Um, Rio Latino, I think. No, I think he made them up as well. But it doesn't matter. This is a cracking compilation of a uh, 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 sort of Afro-psychedelic um, folk pop. It sounds amazing. And so he just decided one day, I want to be the Barry Gordy of my town. Yeah. He... But I, I don't have enough musicians, so I'll just use the ones I have and mix and match and pretend they're different bands. That's pretty much what I he did. I love it. And see, what, what inspired him was a night out at a, uh, a local dance. You know, he was so into the music. That Aww. was it. Okay, I'm not going to be the Inland Revenue guy anymore. But because of his excellent accounting skills, uh, he did help a lot of the musicians with their taxes. I, I'm not kidding. I maintain, and I'm, I'm pretty sure our last guest, uh, the director of the Dawn Raid documentary, Oscar Kitely, might agree that a lot of musicians could could deal with some uh, help with tax. Yeah. Well, in fact, a lot of people full stop, I think. Yeah, yeah. Should definitely be taught in school. So, the, you see this cool cover? It's a very cool cover. There are lots of costumes going on, incredibly elaborate costumes. Are they kind of homemade looking? Yeah. Now, the, his record sleeves are nuts. If you can go <laughs> dis to Discogs and look up some of them, and they just some of them look like, is this outsider art, or were you just in a really big hurry? It does you know? look like outsider fabric art. It's beautiful. Grotesco. Look at him. Yeah, he's great. Little golem-looking guy, but also quite cuddly. They're all quite nice. That looks like a Muppet. It does. I know. That's, I wondered why I was gravitating towards this. Thank you, Troy. But there you go. So that's a, that's a compilation from Analog Africa. Um, there is a new one out as well, but maybe we'll talk about that in the coming weeks. But this one here, La Locura de Machuca from uh, Barranquilla, uh, Colombia. So does his genre drum, jump a lot, or is it all quite in keeping of that it's, uh, future folk sound? Um, yeah, it kind of is. I mean, what I think it was was he was uh, he was like uh, trying to like capture the excitement of what was then the uh, modern music of the clubs in Barranquilla. It's very very cool. <laughs> Isn't he good? All right. What do we got next? Now the next one, um, change of pace uh, completely. This one here is from um, like right now, Kelly Lee Owens, who is. I a, love uh, this album. You love this one. I love this album. Did you like a, a previous one? Um. This one I liked more, but yes. I agree with you. Um, Kelly Lee Owens' previous record was, uh, I think it was like fairly sort of serious. Um, I guess it verged on like modern sort of techno sounds really, didn't it? And it was fairly icy. It was more, yeah, definitely icy. Sparse, more icy, less accessible. Yeah. Now this one here, uh, it veers into pop sometimes. She sings, but so does uh, somebody else, hit it. Already it sounds more friendly. <laughs> you mean by Kelly Leo and standards, <laughs> sure. Well, yeah. Not by uh, Mr Machuca's standards. Although, not a bad couple of songs to play back to back. Bleeps and bloops. I did say there was a vocalist. From memory, it doesn't come in for a while. No, he comes in, I think, about now. The unmistakable vocal sounds of uh, Kelly's fellow country person from Wales, Mr. John Cale. The moon in the corner of my sky now, is curdling in the sun. Okay. 
This isn't your favourite one on the record, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> but most of my most of my listening is done with a view to uh, playlisting, and when the song clocks in at seven and a half minutes, I either have to give it an edit, which you don't really want to do to Hell John no. Cale and Kelly Lee Owens. No. So this got a lot of um, spot plays, but was not playlist. But it's not your favourite one. No, I really enjoyed hearing her sing. But I also love, I love John Cale. This is more of a mood than, a, than an A or B rotate. Although when uh, her, uh, the melody line, which is a, uh, well, we'll hear it when it comes up. It's like a, uh, it's like if you had a uh, your cassette tape of Joy Division's Atmosphere on the dashboard of your car in the sun, and then you played it when the melody line comes in. Anyway, Kelly Lee Owens, her um, second album is a three-sided affair on uh, on double vinyl on the Small Town Super Sound label, which is Swedish. Is it Swedish or Norwegian? Uh, mm. It's one of the two. You're right. And the album itself, this is in a song, yeah? It is in a song. The weather weeps, weeps into the winter. As the weather leaps, weather weeps, weeps into the winter. Now, does his singing start at the same time as this melody? No, not quite. Serious Welshman. It's a definite mood. This is a beautiful album and it pains me to do it, but I am going to have to fade them down and move on to the next one. I, I love this album though and it's great that you have it on vinyl. Have you got a few copies there? So yes, okay. we have a few. Interesting. Uh, it was one of those ones that was a delayed delivery. Ah. So uh, thank goodness we've got them now. Kelly Lee Owens, it's a really cool record. Because when did it come out? Like beginning of last year or middle? No, uh, I think it was October-ish. Gotcha. Time, time means nothing anymore. <laughs> no, I guess not. <laughs> well, thank you for bringing this in. I love this album. What is the third track the you third have The third track. Uh, the third track is kind of like a uh, soundtrack to a book, but when it, you're talking about a soul jazz compilation put together by Giles Peterson and Stuart Baker together, focused on the music of Cuba in the 70s, you get something quite outside what you would normally have. Now, Music and Revolution uh, experiments in Latin music, I can't remember the date, is it 75 to 85? 75 to 85. 75 to 85. <laughs> so that's... Um, As soldiers always do, ominously, volume one. 
<laughs> don't say ominously. Well, you know, you're like, oh, well, how many more are there? <laughs> well, if it's soldiers, you know, there's at least another three coming exactly. in the next few years. Exactly. But already uh, with this one, you have three LPs or two CDs. Hit this because uh, this one is um, this one is the most uh, uh, outside one on the record. And by outside, I mean the one which is. Uh, you would think on the surface has the least to do with uh, Cuba's music and revolution. Um, in no small part because the artist, uh, Paquito de Rivera, um, defected from Cuba and uh, since he's lived in the United States, I think he's won some ridiculous amount of Grammys for Latin music, like over 10, huh. maybe over 15 Grammys or something. Uh, however, um, he was doing some cracking stuff um, in 1975. Go ahead, play La Patica. Not what you expect from Cuba 75. This is the Love Boat theme, Troy. Wow. This is awesome. <laughs> This should have been a smash, and possibly was. Um, but uh, what I really like about this is um, making something like this could have appeared, uh, that hideous phrase, counter-revolutionary at right. the time. Um, so it is quite, sounds quite opulent, if you will. It does, Almost course, Western. Of course, it's, it's still recorded in the, in the uh, same studios in Cuba that, um, that are still operating today, you know. Uh, uh, run by the government. I dig this. Mr. De Rivera, of course, went on to do um, more overt, okay, get this, overtly disco stuff, as well as uh, um, from the early 80s on, like <laughs> quite a, quotation marks, Latin-leaning music. But uh, what a compilation this one is. It's um, Irakaria on here. Uh, Grupo Monumental, who I didn't know before um, this comp, what, as it is with every time you get either a soul jazz comp mm. or anything Giles has picked, there's a b bunch of things you've never heard of. You're like, why didn't I know that? That's I don't know really how great. He has enough hours in the day to listen to everything that not only he ends up listening to, but ends up remembering as well. Yeah, I'm guessing he has a notebook. But um, <laughs> of course. Uh, Giles has had a lot to do with Cuba, recording it in, in Cuba with releasing lots of things on either Brownswood or, or before that Talking Loud, I think there was even something. Um, and Stuart, since the beginning of Soul Jazz, no, I can't count. There's been <laughs> quite a number of uh, Cuban focus collections or Cuban musicians included on Soul Jazz comps. This is the first one um, that's tied in with the book. Have you seen the book? I have seen the book. And it's, the book is like square like this. It looks like a um, a, a seven inch, the the same size. A ten inch maybe. Sorry, yes, yes. you're right. But uh, but it's square and it's got like a lot of the covers of the of these records, which awesome. you know we'd never would have seen. Well, that that makes sense that it's square then. That's lovely that they've reprinted those, isn't it? So Any... do you do you have the book and the album as well, or just the album? 
if we got any of the books left, I'm not sure. Ah, you I did think, at one point, I see. Yeah, I think we might have a copy of the book left. Um, but the album, which uh, those of you on uh, uh, the Soul Jazz adjacent record store mailing list would have uh, been <laughs> notified this morning, it's out today. Right. I don't gotcha. know why, you see, another one of those delayed things. No, um, that makes sense. A but lot yeah, of, it's out today. A lot of very late records hitting people around about now. Do you think these people look happy? Uh, I don't know. It was a pretty... Um, these ones do. Yeah, they look One, happy. One, two, three. He's not so happy. The music is happy. Is that a fair enough summation? For the most part. For um, the most there's part. A, there's, a, there's a very good uh, book, booklet inside that, um, that speaks about the social context of everything. And, of course, it's... Um, you know, it would be nice for us to think that oh, this this sort of bright music of the uh, Latin American tropics or w whatever it is you think, or is it the Caribbean? I guess you could say Cuba's in the Caribbean, isn't it? Mm. It's floating in the sea there. It's floating in the sea. Uh, you'd like to think oh, everything would be is great there, and aren't those uh, big fifties American cars great? Of course, the reality of the situation for anybody in any place horrible, in the world is never horrible politics. Yeah history of horrible politics well thank you for sharing a lovely part of cuba's history with us let's <laughs> let's run through the lps you brought in today right that one there is called cuba music and revolution culture clash in habana cuba experiments in latin music 1985 75 to 85 volume one volume one before that uh kelly lee owens in a song um beautiful album on uh, her second album it's uh yes there is a lot of sort of like techno and uh, electronic straight leaning things but also uh, a move into song on a few of them uh, and we started off with a uh, uh, Muppet uh, Man yes La Locura de Machuca the madness of Mr Machuca he wasn't mad he was just excitable um, yeah. from uh, it, it's a collection of, the, of uh, the records that he had produced and released in Barranquilla Colombia during the 60s and early 70s and that one's on the Analog Africa label and they're all on the shelves at South Palm right now if they're not, they will be today. Beautiful. Thank you for bringing those in. Three excellent picks. Cheers, Troy. Thank you. From the crate, thanks to Southbound Records, 132 Simon Street.